What's that place you've always wanted to try? While you're there, sharing plates with just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. When your manhood bends in a different direction, visit PDURO.com to find a urologist. Because a bend in your erection might be Peyronie's disease, or PD. It's a condition that involves a buildup of scar tissue, also called plaque. But it's treatable. Zyaflex, collagenase clostridium histolyticum, is the only non-surgical FDA-approved injection for Peyronie's disease. Zyaflex is a prescription for adult men who have a plaque that can be felt and a curve in their penis greater than 30 degrees at the start of treatment. Along with daily penile stretching and straightening exercises, Zyaflex has been proven to help gradually reduce the bend. Results will vary. Don't receive if the treatment area involves your urethra, the tooth that urine passes through, you're allergic to any collagenase or the ingredients in Zyaflex. May cause serious side effects, including penile fracture or other serious injury during an erection, severe allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis, and localized skin and soft tissue death, called necrosis, due to hematoma, which could require surgery. You may feel sudden back pain reactions after treatment. Seek help right away if you have any signs of injury. Do not have sex or any sexual activity during and for at least four weeks after each treatment cycle, which includes two injections, one to three days apart. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions. If you have a bleeding condition or take blood thinners, as risk of bleeding or bruising at the treatment site is increased. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. Talk to a urologist about Zyaflex. Find a Zyaflex trained urologist at PDURO.com or call 877-942-3539. In a world of big-budget blockbusters, travel back in time to explore the epic and not-so-epic movies of yesteryear. Join Tim, Chris, Dana, and Spaz on their adventures through Nostalgia Land. This is On Second Watch, a movie nostalgia podcast. Welcome back to On Second Watch. This is part two of our Con Air review, where we get to digest everything that we watched, that wonderful movie, and talk about our new experiences, what we learned, what we saw. But first, this is very important, but we do need to address our over-under game. Oh, God. I, it, it's important. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Our over-under game, or the fact that I actually saw this movie and didn't realize it. <laughs> you know that is, that's awesome. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> That's important part number one. I'm sorry. Dana, yeah. go ahead. I, I, okay, I know when we had talked last time, I didn't think I saw more than four seconds of this movie. I actually saw the whole freaking thing, and I remembered the whole thing. Didn't realize it. That's beautiful. You, you loved it that much that you didn't even recall it until you started watching it again. I don't know if it's love, Chris. There we go. I don't yeah. know if that would be love either. I think there's a lot of hatred that's too bad. This movie it has a certain charm. Maybe it's the, the flowing hair extensions in the wind or the southern drawl. I don't know. It's got something. But yeah, we'll say something. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's impressive that I didn't think I saw this movie, but I actually did see it. That's... Therefore, for once, I did something. Yeah. <laughs> Those wonderful surprises that pop up every once in a while. Yes. And now you can go back to your your regularly my, scheduled my, my little program. game. 
Go back yeah. to your little game. Yeah, your little game, Tim. <laughs> your little game of halvesies. Uh, would you like to play a game? No, because oh, it's always going to be rounded to the half. Uh, okay. I already know I got one wrong, so let's yeah, just get yeah. this over with. Baby doll, <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> Who has the nickname of Hummingbird? Like, I just picked a random bird? Like, oh, yeah, this is my girlfriend. I, she goes by the nickname of African Condor. Like, <laughs> like God damn it. Like a hummingbird? Really? Uh, yeah. I'm I mean, sure I'm sure are... someone's going to clue me in and be like, oh, hummingbird's actually, like, a common nickname somewhere. But I've never heard it before. And it just makes me think that they arbitrarily picked some type of bird species. And I was like, we're going with this. Oh, yeah. Uh, Red-tailed hawk was already taken. so And so was African Condor. So we stuck with hummingbird. I am upset about this. Clearly. <laughs> I mean, I was just going to let you go, but. Honestly, I, I didn't think you would be that upset about it. <laughs> oh, I knew. I knew. Because I got it wrong right off the bat. It was the first 10 minutes of the movie. And all I thought was, God damn it. I already got one wrong. <laughs> yeah, when I, when, I, when I heard that, I was like, I got one right. So I'm good to go. I'm happy. Reflect on that. That was question number one. Take that it and absorb a- it. It was multiple choice asking what Cameron Poe's nickname for his wife was. And I gave A, Hummingbird, B, Sweet Pea, or C, Baby Doll. And Chris guessed Baby Doll. I don't know if you had kick-ass on the mind. No, I saw that movie once. I I don't remember caring for it that much. Well, that was uh, Nick Cage's, uh, called his, his daughter Baby Doll. So mm, gotcha. I was trying to be a little sneaky with nicknames and Nick Cage and just uh, fooled you, I guess. Hey, you sure, you got me good. So there's one. So Dana and Spaz both picked Hummingbird. Oh, yeah. Woohoo. Now, jumping down to question number two was the what is the total body count? And I was asking, was it more or less than 45 and a half? And Chris said over. Spaz and Dana said under. And it is under. Woohoo. By a lot. (laughs) Actually, no. According to the interwebs, uh, the actual body count was 43. So it was pretty close. What? That, that learner airfield, man. <laughs> that did oh. damage there, man. I completely forgot about the entire army that got blown away. Never mind. Yeah. And I watched it last night. Hmm. <laughs> Not retaining much. <laughs> That's why I do try to watch it the same day we do this, so I can try to remember as much as possible, which rarely happens. I was just enamored by the whole movie as as a movie in itself. I didn't really get into the specifics. I just everything from beginning to end is just so fantastic. Question number three: How many slow motion cuts are there in this movie? Not enough. And, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Seriously, if they had any more slow motion cuts, the whole thing would be exactly, in slow <laughs> exactly. There you go. I, I mean, I asked if it was more or less than five point five. I lost count after fifteen, and that was in the first forty minutes <laughs> yeah. of the film. Yeah. I, I was I was too busy being enamored by the sweeping, repetitive electric guitar solos. <laughs> really? Oh, oh my, my god, the soundtrack! Ugh. Between Trisha Thank Yearwood you. and then sweeping guitar solos, that's all I recall. Because that's all there was. <laughs> Seriously, they they had enough money for the like the Trisha Yearwood like I don't know if it's the same song in the beginning and the end. I think it was. Yeah. I think they blew their entire budget on the soundtrack on that. And so they're like Home Alabama, of course. Yeah. Get Hank on the guitar over there, let him squeal on it for about two hours, and then just cut it and use it over and over again. Yes, pretty much. I listened to the soundtrack because I was trying to find some some good cuts for our episode and all, mm. and uh, there was nothing. Just a lot of 
squealing electric guitars. It's it honestly. It's how it's, do I live without yep. you? Honestly, it feels like someone got like a free copy of GarageBand was like electric guitar demo one dot wave. Use. Thank you. you I'm impressed that you perfectly. Let, let, let me. I want to take a minute to say that I'm very impressed by Dana belting those words because because <laughs> we tried to do karaoke as a group and she wouldn't step within 20 feet of that stage. So that's you're just there's saying people looking at us. Exactly. Yeah. Now there's eight people that are going to listen to that. So exactly. <laughs> she's going to be famous. Well, I was going to say right. there was actually a lot of people who've never heard me sing that just heard it for the first time then. Wow. Look at you becoming maybe more comfortable in, on the podcast. Maybe even you. <laughs> I think you've sang in front of me. Like three times. Thrice, yes. Oh, look at Tim <laughs> with the thrice. Good band. <laughs> <laughs> Nostalgia. There it is. So yeah, there's, there's definitely more than 5.5 slow motion cuts so many unnecessary look at the camera just slow ah, whatever I, I give up <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna say if they play this movie in real time without the slow motion it would have been 24 minutes uh yep, yep. guaranteed <laughs> slow motion cuts i have both chris and dana said over and spaz said under that's what i get for wanting people to what? be different tim yeah i kind of baited you into that a little bit you asshole yeah <laughs> With the slow motion cut score, Chris and Dana said over. Spaz said under. So that brings our total score. Dana with three out of three. Spaz Ooh, with two. And Chris with one. <laughs> suck it, Portrait. I'm going to beat you for once. I, well, suck it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't care if I win. I just want to beat Spaz. I, you're not this time, man. I got you. Got you right where I want you. <laughs> What, with an arbitrary game of over and under where you have a 50% chance for the most part, Dude, excluding the multiple if, choice questions? If you haven't noticed, I have sucked so hard on these, so... You're feeling pretty confident today, Dan. What's the difference? Cocaine. Uh, question number... Where am I? Four? I don't know. You tell me. You have to slip. <laughs> um, how, many, how many times does the F-bomb fly in this movie? And I asked, was it more or less than 30.5? Everybody said over, and everybody is correct. It was actually, I think, I looked at the script. It was 41. And yeah, guess what? There is a script. Um, it's over It's over that. It's it's 41. <laughs> Everyone gets the point. Dana, four for four. She's killing it. Woo! Yeah, because she saw, huh? Yeah, she saw it. <laughs> so, yeah, subconsciously, she already had the answers. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't really give a legit excuse for me sucking in either spaz because we both saw multiple times in the past. Yeah, that's true. But I'm, I I have yeah. three, so whatever. <laughs> That's what matters. And I, re- and I remembered that the nickname was Hummingbird and not Baby Doll, so. Yeah, F- whatever. You. Shut up. Yes. Victory. <laughs> some some people are real fans of the I'm movie. I'm just some saying, people are not. Dan already has his victory, clearly. Yeah, I'm going to beat Chris. <laughs> yeah, because I don't even know how many questions are left. One. Oh, three. Then, oh, shit. Never mind. I might not. Uh, <laughs> shut your mouth, Dan. Question number five. How many times do we hear the word bunny in this movie? And I asked if it was more or less than 4.5. And Chris <gasps> and Dana said under. Spaz said over. 
Do you know how many times I cringed? They said bunny. Yep, I know. Give me my, give me my <laughs> point, baby. Give me my point. <laughs> you got it. However, however, they said it four times. So, Spaz, you did not get the I point. I think people uh -oh. kissed my white oh. ass, man. They said it more than four times. <laughs> Uh-oh. Not say it more it than four times. It was four times too many. <laughs> there uh, again. No, you're just not embracing that sweet, sweet faux southern Dude, accent. Shit, I'm looking at something no, right no. now. What, you gonna Google? You know, you gonna get, you hop on your little Google over there? You gonna do some Googling? <laughs> you gonna Google away over there because you don't think Tim took the notes and also looked oh, wait it up a minute. double check? Hold on, up? hold on. No, 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 no. I think I wrote this in wrong. What? It's over. Damn right it is. What? I, was say, I, told, I thought it was over. I watched this movie. That's why when you said that, I'm like, no. I mean, I literally I... watched this movie like two hours ago. What did I do? I don't know, but you man, don't, I... don't. Tim, you off. okay? <laughs> I'm not, man. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time right I... here. So, okay. Wow. Wow. Throw so at the, the very beginning. Listen. No. Listen. Cool. The very beginning when he's showing his friend the gift. That was said, one. This bunny. Yeah. And then in the compartment, he said it three times. Yeah. And then Cyrus said, Freezer the bunny gets it. That's five. Yeah. So it's over. Ah. Okay. Five times too many. Give me my point, bitch. <laughs> you deserve then the point. You get your point. I humbly apologize I'll, for my slip. I'll take it. Okay. And I also want to say that I really regret spite answering that question. <laughs> <laughs> You let your emotions take the best of you. I did. <laughs> Dana, bunnies are awesome. Learn to love them. No, no, never. <laughs> so now I know if I want to trick Dana, ask a question that really gets under her skin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, there you have it. Bunnies, that's all you need to do. Now, How many times do you see Ryan Gosling shirtless? Bunnies. Oh my God. <laughs> well, first off. How about Ryan Gosling cradling some bunnies? shirtless oh, <laughs> can i can i go kill myself now because oh my god no that is like the worst possible vision ever i have some busy photoshopping to do i <laughs> <laughs> was like pace them to you guys front door oh, arbitrarily no. throughout the year so if anybody really wants to send dana some pictures of ryan gosling cradling bunnies with his shirt off uh just get, cr get cracking i'm just tweet them our I'm way and i'll make sure she gets them I'm just letting you guys know now. I'm gonna be in the corner crying, and it might not come back. No, you have to come back. <laughs> no. Oh. I'll force no. <laughs> no. All right. So I'm sorry, Dan. Okay, you got Thank it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Uh, my notes say that you had it, but for some reason, my other notes said that the answer. I don't know. Whatever. I, Whatever. I knew it was over, but I still wanted the why, credit. Why do you have two sets of notes? Like, okay. I'm also confused. You have enough notes on this hour and 35 minute movie that just all basically consisted of electric guitar solos and slow motion. And you have two different sets of notes? I'm thorough. Yeah. yeah, okay. You keep telling yourself that there, champ. That's why we can do a podcast for an hour and a half long movie and make a freaking podcast <laughs> that's over two hours long. No, it's usually because Spaz is making noises nine out of ten times. <laughs> Like that? Who was that? Whose cell phone was that? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's too close to my mic stand. 
All right. It's not my right. fault. You're, it's, you guys said in text. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Setting you up. Right. God. All right, get on with the last question so I can bomb this one. Well, no, I'm not at the last question. Question six. It's so long. Do we hear, do we hear the Wilhelm scream? Yes or no? Everybody no. said yes. No. Absolutely not. Nope. It was not in the budget. <laughs> Lame reason, but okay. <laughs> it's because uh, they spent all the money on the guitar riffs. And the right. uh, slow motions. So here we are. It's the final question. Dan is winning right now. Oh, God. What? He... All right. Easy there, champ. <laughs> Dan's, Dan's winning with four. And Dan... Hold on. Damn it, Tim. Oh, my oh, God. Sorry. Oh, my God. Uh, so it's a tie. I didn't realize man, it's Florida. A tie. I want to recount. We are. Man, it's a tie. Dana and Spaz are tied with four. It all comes down Ooh. to this last question because they both guessed a different answer. Oh, oh boy. Chris, you guessed under, but you already lost, so whatever. Whatever. I'm too busy apparently hopping paint in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> My spite answer is going to come back and bite me. I just got that feeling. It might. So how much blatant product placement do we see in this movie? And I not asked a, not enough. Was, I asked if it was more or less than 3.5. In the first two minutes of the movie, we saw two. Mm-hmm. Looked like snowballs. <laughs> and Doritos. <laughs> and Doritos. Cool ranch. Oh, shit. The best. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Dana said over. Oh, shit. Spaz said under. Suck it! So, we have Victory a winner! Bitches. I did it! I did it! This is single-handedly the worst podcast episode we've done. <laughs> uh, the chair kicker wins. Congratulations, uh, I think that was a well-deserved win. Dana, but suck, I have to ask Chris, this, Tim. You suck. Enjoy your suckiness. Suck it. I just want to know what the tiebreaker would have been had I not answered out of spite on the bunny question. I probably would have stuck with the F-bombs but not told you the answer. Like, actually not tell you the answer this time instead of giving it away accidentally like I did last time. (laughs) That was awesome. It's okay. Either way. Dan, I'm happy. You got it. Good job. Damn right, Dana. Damn right. It was a close race, but you got it. It was close. I had it all time. I had it all on. Great, now he's going to think he's God. I know. I hope you're happy. I have my one victory. I am happy. I'm good for the rest of the year. (laughs) Someone's got to take him out next time. All right. Had my fun. Not really. Moving on. I wanted to take a moment again to talk about the amazing podcast called 10K Dollar Day. The comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel hosted by Allison Burns and Lulu Picard. I just finished listening to their recent imaginary travel episode where Lulu's imaginary travel was at Kenny Buck Port, Maine, and Allison went to Crater Lake, Oregon. They then talk about which hotels they stay at, where they eat, what they do, how they spend close to 10k on this trip. Now, I really find it fascinating as they build these awesome packages and highlight some of the local businesses. They obviously do their research, read the reviews, and have plenty of laughs along the way. Plus, they highlight a nonprofit in the area, which is really cool. They have great chemistry and with plenty of laughs and laugh out loud moments. It's a fun way to learn about new destinations that you have to check out for yourself. 
Not only do they have weekly travel episodes, but they also have daily episodes called The Daily Happy. And they are exactly 10 minutes long, which is a great way to start your day off with a laugh. And to top it all off, they have a weekly live session on their Facebook group to connect with their listeners. It's an amazing way to feel connected and be a part of their podcasting journey. So please check out 10K Dollar Day and prepare to feel happy. Plus, they have the best tagline in the entire podcasting world. Are you ready for it? With friends like these, who needs amenities? You, you see, it's a, it's a play on words with amenities instead of enemies, but you, you get it. Anyways, check out 10K Dollar Day wherever you get your podcasts and go to 10kdollarday.com to see more. So after watching this movie, uh, there was a lot of things that uh, I remembered and a lot of things I didn't. But um, it was it was interesting. I, I I think going through this movie, seeing Dana kind of recollects like, oh yeah, I've seen this. Like, oh yeah, this part I remember this. I just didn't know it was this movie, and just there's a lot of that. So it was funny seeing her remember that she actually did see this movie. I know one thing, man. I can't wait till we can watch movies together just for this reason. I miss that. I'd like. To, I would have loved to have seen her watching Big Trouble in Little China. And I would have loved to have seen her this, <gasps> during this one saying, oh, God, I've seen this movie before. This was this movie? Literally, I did that the entire time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. But you know what? I think you guys would have taunted me so much during Big Trouble that it might have not been okay. Oh, you would have gotten <laughs> killed, yes. Chris would have been doing his finger shooting at you. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it right now. Put, put your yeah. fingers away. You, you, you just can't see me. <laughs> oh my god! I love so, it. So let's uh, let's talk about our new experiences watching this movie. Since I think most of us all said is you know almost ten plus years. So, mm-hmm. um, so Spaz, your favorite scene you said was the bar scene at the very beginning. Um, yeah, still your favorite no, scene. No, dude, or? it's definitely changed. Uh, it's definitely the, all the slow motion scenes at the Lerner airfield. The, when Cameron Poe was in the gas station and it was blowing up, I'm yep. sorry, his ass <laughs> should have died right there. I'm sorry. I like how he goes, he goes through the yeah. window, but it doesn't. It does absolutely jack shit because the explosion still knocks his ass back. Like, like I like what happened there as far as the movie goes. Like that just seems like a really bad stuff. Well, that and- the whole that building should have went up a little faster, and that, I'm sorry, that car or truck that he went rolled under, that was getting blown up as well. With the random yeah. old man just hiding out underneath That's some it, bullshit right there. He should have died right there. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm angry that he did not die, but I'm happy that he lived so he could see his family. <laughs> Go see his hummingbird. So humming, yeah, exactly. His hummingbird and baby doll. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, that whole Lerner airfield when uh, the trap that they set with the cop cars and all that, that was awesome. The only the other thing I didn't like was how that poor beautiful car got destroyed. God, that was a great Stingray? Look. Yeah, that was a great looking car, man. All I gotta ask about the Lerner airfield part is like so obviously this plane is, you know, shipping convicts to a different prison and they have the no weapon rule no gun rule excuse me on this plane except for the little bit that they've hidden you know in the belly of the plane 
how does the few weapons that they hide in the belly of the plane turn into enough shotguns for the majority of the convicts, let alone not one, but two grenade launchers? Yeah, that's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> At that point, when Cyrus and Diamond Bolt Dog both have grenade launchers, I was like, I'm, I know this movie is over the, over the top, but like we just we're just throwing caution to the yeah. wind here. Yeah, that, that Full made, on, that like, made no sense yeah. to me as well. That was like, okay, I uh, I understand the shotguns, but yeah, the grenade yeah. is nothing. Yeah. No, like like after they start fighting for a bit, obviously they're they're grabbing some of the the military's weapons and stuff. But beforehand, yep, straight up just camping on some grenade launchers. Don't mind me. That's just <laughs> that's standard procedure as far as weapons go. You know, for 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 moving prisoners, apparently. Yep. Well, I guess when you have uh, Garland Green and Cyrus the Virus on the same, you need the grenade launchers just in case. Yeah, because I'm going to use a grenade launcher somehow, some way, possibly on a plane. Hey, man, you never know. That, that'll you work. You never know. They might need to take it down from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> ah, real glad I packed my couple single shot grenade launchers here. Didn't know how to put a hole in the ship any other yeah. way. Yep. Man. Not ship, plane, whatever, yeah. Anyways, it could have been a, it could have been a pirate ship for all I cared. All I know is that they busted out two grenade launchers, and I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" Yeah, that was crazy. I'm so with you with that uh, text you sent me yesterday, uh, Tim, about the motorcycle going fast enough to blow behind a fire truck. <laughs> so, because of I am who I am, with that whole that motorcycle scene bothered the hell out of me. So I tried to calculate the, the, what the velocity had to be for that motorcycle to not only accelerate enough to explode like that, but you know, so there's the distance. It was only 10 feet away when he hit the accelerator, when he grabbed onto the ladder, it was only four seconds between the time that he did that to when it hit diamond dog. So that motorcycle had to be accelerating like 8,000 miles per hour to launch like a rocket. It makes no sense. I mean, the fact of the matter is, yeah, not only did the motorcycle increase speed after he got off of it, but it had enough momentum to explode like that rather than just crash and call it a day it it it, ex- it exploded the whole thing it just ignited like a, mm-hmm. what it, yeah <laughs> you know i, never, I mean i never I, thought about that but we were also super young when we watched these movies so it's like that was like this, when i first saw that i was like damn that was a quick that's a good way to kill somebody kill him this movie is so unapologetically 90s it's not even funny like you kept talking about the motorcycle and that bothering you then all i want for you is to watch i believe it's um hard target with van damme i believe it's that it's that movie where he he ends up balancing on a motorcycle while shooting two like submachine guns and he does it for like over like a quarter of a mile. Dude, I think he's done that in like three movies. <laughs> I, I I think you're right, but like, what is it? I mean, you know what? I shouldn't say it's it's just the '90s thing, but I feel like it's predominantly in the '90s. Maybe that's because that's the era I mainly grew up in. But my God, were there so many movies like that where it was just like over the top? Yeah, physics. Yep, they don't apply. So, yeah, I honestly think that they sat in a room with a whiteboard and said, hey, um, what are all, like, those awesome action scenes we can do? And they're like, oh, let's, uh, for Cyrus's death, let's, like, 
let's handcuff him to a ladder and have him go flying through a catwalk and get electrocuted and then still be alive and then end up landing on a conveyor <laughs> belt and then get crushed in the face by a rock crusher in what? Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry yeah. about it. Just yeah. make just it happen. Off the strip too. So why would the rock crusher be right there? What, you don't have enough gravel for your road construction, so you bring in your own rock crusher? <laughs> Obviously. You know, you just borrow it from the quarry that you get your rocks from. You know? I think I think what you guys are missing is what happens in Vegas yeah, stays yeah. in Vegas. So, you know. <laughs> All I know is I was I watched this with my parents. My dad and I both said that at the same time. Why why was his arm fine? How did he magically become unhandcuffed from the ladder during when he when it, he got hit? Pretty sure he would have his arm would have been removed from his body or like his hand would have been horribly like disfigured uh, or or something of that nature. I mean, just look at Johnny Twenty Three. Oh. When... Yeah, right. He exactly. Both, both his arms, or at least. Yeah. How about how about those cops that went up to? Him, was like, well, he's dead. It's like, really, you're not gonna check him? Maybe he get said he's dead. <laughs> just looked at him like, oh yeah, this guy's dead. He lost an arm. Oh, okay. But anyway, I honestly, so with the Cyrus death thing, what I think happened um, is when he landed on those electrical lines, uh, it was like Back to the Future where he teleported <laughs> back in time to when they were building Vegas. Oh, God. And landed on a rock crusher. That's the only thing, only logic I can, it makes more sense than this whole damn movie. I mean, you're not yeah. wrong. I think, I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. He went 88 miles per hour. Something. Right into the Flintstone era with this rock crusher. Right. It's too bad nobody pulled that pterodactyl before yeah. it was too late. I yeah. know, right? <laughs> you know, I don't know what it is about today, but there's been it multiple times I've wanted to play a song or sing a song for you guys well, today. Belt it out? No, I can't just yet. It must be all the sugar I had right before this. Were, were you going to sing the Flintstone song? No. That's the vitamin song. Oh my god! <laughs> song, man. Uh, Ten million strong amazing. and growing. Yeah. <laughs> y- yep. Oh yes, are. it's good stuff. Mm. Shut up and say yes. Uh, Come on, you can't tell me you didn't like the Flintstone vitamins. I did. I didn't like your. I didn't like your rendition of the um, song. Sorry, it will bring tears <laughs> to people's eyes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure or it would. Maybe it won't make your ears bleed. Most likely that one. A little, co- a little bit of column A, a little yeah, bit of column B. Whatever. So, Chris, seeing this again with your family, did you? You think you liked it as much as you thought you were gonna? Because I mean, we've been ragging <laughs> it pretty hard. Yeah, like <laughs> it's it's not a good movie. <laughs> but I don't. Hmm. It's enjoy- how do I put this? It's not a good movie, but I still like it. it. It falls into that weird group with like Big Trouble in Little China. Like, it's not a good movie, but it holds enough charm. I mean, especially I think Big Trouble definitely does. But this movie, it's just I don't know. It's it's fun to watch, but like it's what it's 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 popcorn fodder. It's literally it. Like I'm not gonna sit there and think about this. I'm not gonna critique this movie. I'm not gonna analyze you know, the logistics of, you know, motorcycle trajectory because the rules don't matter. They just do whatever they want. It's a, your typical action summer popcorn movie. See, and, and I said I was going to go into this and not care, but my bullshit bucket filled up so fast, I just, I lost it. I just it started 
You were actually pissed off during this entire it, movie. It, I think it's funny. It's funny you say that. And then I could, the, the only other movie immediately when you're talking about bullshit bucket, the first movie that pops into my head where I'm like, oh my god, then you'd hate Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> like the bullshit bucket has to be like the size of an in-ground pool for that movie. Like it pale. Like this movie, Con Air, pales in comparison to the amount of crazy in Commando. And I feel like you need to watch that just when you have some downtime. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. Like this movie, is, it's a Nick Cage movie. I don't know. It's a Nick Cage action movie from 1997. I expected, I think, the amount of crazy that I did. I guess I didn't expect the lineup to be as expansive as it was as far as actors and actresses go. Like, holy shit. Right, yeah. Even when I was, you know, when I was reading it, I'm like, I forgot these people were in it. And just, right. Like everybody. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a crazy full roster, and some of them they just it was like a few little bit rolls, a couple lines here and there, and called it a day. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was kind of crazy. I don't know. I mean, I rag on this movie. It definitely seeing it again recently, though. I will say I don't I don't remember it as fondly, or rewatching it put it that way. Like the nostalgia played a big factor in our previous episode. Like I remember it being like fun and hilarious and enjoyable, and this time around I'm like, yeah, it's a pretty. Uh, it's a pretty okay action flick. <laughs> I think I think one of my favorite moments was, you know, when he, Nick Cage, like, it's toward the end, he's like, I'm going to show you there is a god. And so he spends this entire movie doing whatever he can to survive. Then as he starts fighting his way up the plane to take it over, he approaches the... Uh, what they, the nickname the yeah. Viking or whatever? Uh, yeah, I know, you're, I, know you're, I know where you're going with this, yeah. And... His whole thing was do whatever he can to survive. And instead, he's just like, no, nah, I'm putting this in God's hand. I'm just going to walk straight into this guy with a gun. And he, he shoots him once and hits him in the arm. I'm like, oh, that's convenient. Like, not only that. <laughs> God damn it. That, this movie. Yeah. Like, the guy's got the gun. The ship's not doing any crazy turbulence that I remember that would throw off his shot that hard. He, it's, it's point blank. He's 10 feet in front of him with, like, you know the the size of Nicolas Cage's frame, like, and you're telling me, yeah, you, you graze his arm. That's yeah, you're right. It's it's stuff like this in that movie where it's like, I like cheesy action flicks like Big Trouble in Little China, um, Commando, where I feel, I feel like the actors and actresses in those films knew that it was over the top cheesy, and they just leaned into it hard, and it mm-hmm. turned out funny. Whereas I can't tell with this movie, like if right. they're they're trying to be serious, and they end up thinking that what they did and what, like what he says is like funny, or I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. That's where it's like you have that. It's an enjoyable flick. It's it's popcorn fodder, but like yeah, it's not. It's so over the top, but they're trying to be serious that it goes from being funny cheesy to like oh god. Uh, to me, I think Nick Cage was the only one that took that movie serious. To me, I think everyone else was uh, kind of yeah. having fun with it and making it what it, they knew what they were getting themselves into. But yeah, they kind of yeah, I'm with you on that. One. Messed around a little bit. I don't know. I know that's what it seemed like with John Malkovich to me. He just uh, yeah, I, he was the high point of this entire yeah, movie. Yeah, oh, for sure. And then right. uh, yeah, that's uh, I mean even John Cusack, I think he was just like. Uh, wasn't taking it too serious at all either. Like you, you can't take it seriously. I mean, they they hitch a car to a plane for like a good five minutes, 
you got it at one point, but I feel like that's just like, that's like, that's Nick Cage. I feel like that's why he's got that stick. Here at Total Wine and More, you'll find what you love and love what you find, especially our totally low prices. My friends and I are hanging out this weekend, and I'm on cooler duty. These seltzers and sparkling wines are the coolest. They'll make you the king of the cooler. Oh, that sounds good. Wow, I can fill my cooler without emptying my wallet? Find what you love, love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices in the DMV. Drink responsibly, B21. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Well, of him acting like it's always way, like way over the top or too serious. Everybody else knows this movie is super cheesy, kind of goofbally, but yet he's like just diehard, stoically serious. Come on, this is why this is why he is the national treasure. <laughs> he he really is. I mean, <laughs> I enjoy a lot of the stuff that he's in, but like sometimes I'm just like, God damn, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> you explained it perfectly. This is why. <laughs> Another favorite moment was when they first take over the plane and Cyrus announces that he's got the only gun. Welcome to Con Air. Mm-hmm. And obviously that great electric <laughs> guitar riff. But as it's as it's slow zooming into Nick Cage's face, a single tear is coming down. Did you guys see that? I missed the tear. <laughs> oh my God. Go watch it. It's hilarious. I, I'm I'm good for a while. No, you have to watch that scene. Just do it. Oh. Just do it. He's staring and a single tear starts rolling down his cheek. It's perfection. Mm. Speaking of things that where you're just like, oh my God. I just thought about that when you're talking about that. The whole premise of this movie from from my from my recollection, as in the last twenty four hours. Um didn't <laughs> didn't he say the reason he stayed on that plane? was to basically save his friend, you yeah. know, baby O. Um, and protect and the so guard. what does he do? Half, yeah, and protect the guard. So half of the movie is getting baby O a syringe for his insulin because they actually managed to keep a vial left. So they get it. He's feeling better. So what does he do? Gets himself freaking shot for no reason. He starts saying, oh, it was me that did all this. Not, you know, Poe. And what happens? He gets shot in the gut. It's like, so the whole movie Poe's like, I got to save you. I got to save you. I got to save you. He's like, yep. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks, thanks, buddy. Uh, Thanks for giving me my syringe. I'll repay you by, like, arbitrarily getting in a faux argument that really didn't matter because Cyrus is going to probably shoot both of them. Cyrus already knew who it was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure everyone sat in a room when they made this movie. It was like, you know what? Let's just go nuts. It don't matter. We'll just do whatever. It sounds cool. Who cares about plot and consistency? Seriously. Story. No one needs a story. Let's just <laughs> let's just blow stuff up. And there weren't even that many explosions in the end of it. I was kind of disappointed. I thought this movie was all stuff blowing up. There really like, wasn't that much. And let's let's be honest. I, I I'm obviously no legal expert, but the fact that this whole movie hinged on a ex army ranger who is honorably discharged comes home. He's still wearing his military getup when he goes to the bar. Gets in a little bit of a tiff. 
And then all of a sudden, like, nobody, like, sees the fact that three dudes basically shatter a bunch of bottles and going to jump this guy with a bunch of knives and stuff. And they're having this full-blown brawl in the parking lot. There's no, there's no bouncer. There's no buddy. Yet, the matter is, he whoops the guys, two of the guys' asses, kills the other guy with his kung fu. Um, <laughs> and, and, and then, like, everyone's, like, opening, opening shut case. Oh, uh, yep. Definitely kill this guy because, as an army ranger, he's registered as a deadly weapon. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. One, there was like, no the, witnesses. No. Except for his wife, well, wife, yeah, at the time. And if you didn't notice, they took the wet, the knife, so they probably thought, hey, he killed this guy. So, so not only, so, Dan, There's he's no beat soap. the shit. So, self-defense <laughs> in there. And not only that, it's 1997. There was security cameras in 1997. A lot of places had parking lot security that cameras. Kind of iffy. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, Chris, they had to make. They, they needed uh, him to go to jail. Chris. And the fact, and the, the whole movie was like, "Oh, you're an ex-army ranger. Therefore, you're considered a. Your hands are literally considered <laughs> deadly weapons." Uh, all I know is he's like, "Oh, plead guilty. You get four years." I ain't gonna plead guilty. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm gonna get seven, eight years because I. Use my uh, deadly hands as a weapon. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. This whole movie hinged on that. Ugh. Well, yeah. If, they, if the movie didn't hinge on that, Chris, there would be no Con Air. Maybe that's a good thing. We wouldn't have no <laughs> awesome Southern draw from Nick Cage. How dare you? Look, he had a very good year in 1997. I would have been okay like if they revamped Con Air to be a little bit more realistic because I would have been con- and waited a few years and refined it. Because I got the rock in '97, which is more oh, enjoyable. For sure. But it's yeah, so hard to believe as him being a biochemical engineer or chemist or whatever in that movie. Because I'm just like, okay. hmm, okay. It's about as believable as Mr. Oh, Freeze. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool party. But, like, I don't know. I, I'm going to sit here and rag on this movie. But then I'm going to tell everybody that's listening to go watch you it. Have an, I, can't, I can't even say what I want to say. If you want to, I guess, if you're drunk, Watch this movie. <laughs> that's that's not, that's not a bad way to put it. it. I remember it being so much more fun and entertaining than what it was this time. I guess, yeah, like it it aged poorly. Like it's one of those movies that like, you put on and you laugh about how over the top ridiculous it is, and not in the fun Big Trouble in Little China way, but more like, oh my god, like half these actors or some of these actors are taking it seriously, and by that yes. I mean just Nick Cage. And Mon- and Monica Potter. Like they hired Monica Potter and was like, you know what we need to do? Say like three lines and then cry yeah. a shit ton. Yes. Pretty much. I, I mean like just, that's, that's kind of what she does. It's kind of her, her role for like eight seasons in Parenthood. That's, that's I was gonna say uh, that's yeah. exactly what she did the entire time. I didn't watch Parenthood, so I will take you guys' yeah. word for it. So <laughs> that's yeah, that sounds about right Steve then. Shimmy, just sing it. I got the whole world in my hands. That was and like the high a, point of my a movie. A good time when the plane oh. is crashing. Yep, basically him holding his Ken yeah. doll and singing the whole world. You know, he has the whole world in his hand as the ships go or ships. Jeez, the plane's and then going he down. It's out a woohoo at the end of it. It's like okay, yeah, that's that's my boy. I love Steve. I feel like there was a kernel of a movie initially. You know, that was going to be like a somewhat serious action flick. You know, and that seemed like that era, you know, between the, the under sieges yeah. and um, <laughs> it's so good. 
<laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know if like producers got involved or whatnot, but like the script evolved into what we have today. There's enough plot holes that it's 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 just kind of hard to like be like, oh yeah, this is a solid movie from beginning to end. It's like this is just like this crazy smashed up scenes of action and one-liners and yeah pretty much i'm gonna go with and yeah that's my description of this movie (laughs) and yeah (laughs) i don't know like i said we're ragging on it or i'm i am at least and it's like i don't hate the movie but now that i but if you sit and try to analyze it it's like you should just stop like like, like you're gonna watch a Van Damme flick. Don't try to analyze it. No one's gonna analyze yeah, Bloodsport. No one's gonna analyze Hard Target. Enjoy the ride. Eat some popcorn. Call it a day. Maybe have some Skittles if you're feeling frisky. I don't know. I'm gonna go eat my there Doritos in the corner. Are they Cool Ranch? Maybe some snowballs. <laughs> there some snowballs. is only Cool Ranch Doritos here. Hell okay. yes. Those, those pink coconut things make me popular. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't you couldn't use the word snowball that was on the goddamn packaging as you're writing the letter. I mean, he was very busy making origami and learning Spanish. Like, and it had nothing to do with the movie. It was 20 minutes of him being like, oh, this is my prison life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Eating snowballs, learning Spanish, maybe doing some origami. It had no relevancy whatsoever to the movie. Nope. And then no, and then remember, and his aggressive tie bowing in the goddamn cell. Like I couldn't take it seriously after that. The 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 the, the cross leg like finger standing for like two minutes. Hey man, that cage was ripped. He had to show it off. Apparently for twenty yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the upside down handstand push. <laughs> God. <laughs> Hi, uh, hi. Yes, producers, uh, people making this movie. I have a checklist here for generic action film. Um, we need at least a minimum of like you know three to four awkward like workout scenes uh, showing off uh, the main protagonist's muscles. Also, him learning some extracurricular skills, like possibly another language. Um, that well, serve at, Oh, and yeah. also, don't don't forget the uh, the prison riot where there's TP hanging from the ceiling and he's trying to block out the noise because he feels sad. Yeah. Right, yeah, I didn't get that. He covers, he covers like the pillow, like he's having a bad dream or something, or doesn't like the noise. I'm thinking it's a prison ride. I'd be a little more concerned about my safety that I didn't get like, I don't yeah. know, stabbed. Maybe someone doesn't like you. I don't know. Yeah. Like um, now that I sit here, we're just punching more and more holes into it, and now I'm just getting like slightly like frustrated with this movie. I can tell. Like I'd rather go watch Jaws: The Revenge. <laughs> yeah, I brought that back up. Oh, here we go. I'm pretty sure you recycle the same movie names every time. I do. I don't really have much in my um, like reservoir as far as like weird bad movies that I've seen that I hate. Did Did you really just say that with me? Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure that that's all my what reservoir is. It's just like two well, movies. <laughs> I mean, that let's I just <laughs> let's put it this way: Chris sees a lot of bad movies, but they're not a lot of bad movies. He just hates. Yeah, that's a very good that's way true. of putting that's it. That's true. That's yeah. true. Actually, no, I should have. I should have. Uh, thought about that my threshold for like hating movies is pretty low like or excuse me pretty high like i usually generally enjoy movies for the most part even if they are like shitty but then there's just some of them where i'm just like you can't be redeemed (laughs) i mean you're talking to a guy that has a movie called velocipaster in his queue (laughs) i i kid you not yep Uh... velocipaster it's about a guy 
a pastor who passes away and gets re- reincarnated into a velociraptor. That's fantastic. Does this have like the same director as Sharknado? I don't know. I haven't watched it, but man, when I do, it's going to be a party. I bet. Yeah. Sounds like it. Can't wait to hear about this train wreck. <laughs> For all we know, it could be a hidden gem. I don't That's true. So. I just don't think so. I too. mean, it has dinosaurs, so that could be its one. Well, maybe not. Never mind. <laughs> they maybe it doesn't have any saving grace. I don't know. Clever girl. (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to find the tagline because I think it's, oh, here it is. Yep. The Velocipaster, a man of the claw. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All I know is I'm looking at the poster and there's a Velociraptor and ninjas on it and (laughs) man. Okay, now, you know, this probably sounding more epic than not now i mean we could be reviewing that so just be thankful that we're not <laughs> i'll watch that on my own volition yeah <laughs> anyways we're off the beaten path a little bit here uh, like always yeah i mean I yeah say, this always. is this is really taking a turn though <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> 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 turn um, for the better <laughs> so before we get into our nostalgia score there were two shout outs i needed to make one of them was to the podcast called Legendary Geek Outs. They were one of the, they're a newer podcast actually started up, I believe, in July and uh, started talking with them a bit. Um, I'm trying to use whatever audience I have to try to showcase some newer podcasts that are just starting out looking to get some followers. And they're one of the people that I've been talking to. So um, give Legendary Geek Outs a look because uh, they focus on comics, video games, horror, TV, and movies, and I think they switch topics every week, so they are definitely more organized than we are, I'm sure of it. Um, so uh, give them a look. And the other shout-out is, I know I've mentioned them before, our friends at PodPage, who is the, the platform that we use to build our own website, they're in on our August drawing now, and what they're offering is three people to win a two-month premium subscription to their platform to get access to every single one of their features uh, from creating your own custom pages. You can post all your reviews, customize kind of look and feel, and have a lot more capability uh, with their pro membership. But they want to give three different people an opportunity to take their podcast and create a sweet website with it. So definitely thank you to PodPage. They've been very helpful for me as I'm uh, trying to shape and design our website and then get it to way I, the way I needed it to be for our over-under game and everything else that we're doing. So um, I think it's a really cool prize to give away, and it's a $90 value in total. So definitely thank, thank those guys very much uh, for participating, and hopefully some or three awesome podcasts get a chance to see what the pro plan is all about. So definitely thanks, PodPage. Our over-under game giveaway uh at the end of august is now i think we have over 300 dollars worth of stuff we're giving away nice so it's uh it's coming up and we we got more to come so definitely stay tuned for that um and i will be posting the results from the over under game for con air and who had the most answers correct Ah, that's bad victory baby (laughs) You can enjoy this for a little while before we jump into Taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when I'll go Ooh. back. I'll go back to my usual last place self then. Oh, that's okay. no. I'll have to make them very 
Uh, actually, I should just make them intelligent, and then we'll we'll be okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> I don't know who you are. Maybe maybe some. Th- no, I'm not gonna do this. I'm done. I'm done. Sorry. Hey, maybe can Dana maybe can sing that song at the beginning of the the movie. What song? That the- no, not no, 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 no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I'm I'm talking about Taken, the the girl that he's bodyguarding. Oh, she's a pop singer. Oh, that's right. Oh, I don't know what song it is, but maybe I'll surprise everybody on that one. Yeah, maybe Dan's gonna sing again. Maybe maybe Dan doesn't need to sing again. (laughs) It's gonna happen. (laughs) Please no. It's gonna happen. Hey, deal with it. So let's let's jump into our rewatch reviews. This is. I mean, as much as we're ragging this movie, I don't think we're gonna, we're gonna shoot it down too much in our review score. But nah. I'm curious. So, Chris, uh, you gave it a seven for your nostalgia after rewatching it now and beating the shit out of it. Where, where are you at? I'm gonna give it a five point five. Five point five. That's a that's a dramatic decrease. I don't know because he, first thing I could think of is like someone's gonna be like, "Well, Bad Boys, you know, that was in the same, you know, within the same couple of years and." You gave that a better score. I think the difference is, is like, it was significantly better plot. Martin Lawrence, Will Smith played really well off each other. It was cheesy but serious at times, but never like stupid over the top. And like I said, I like stupid over the top, like a commando. The difference is, is that it worked because it was like stupid cheesy over the top and everyone leaned into it. This one, once again, I had a hard time because of how serious Nick Cage was the whole time right it, i mean there's moments where you could tell that he, maybe he was trying to do the cheesiness like the winking and stuff but like overall i was like everyone else is doing really well you trying really 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 hard and you don't need to <laughs> just let it go man right maybe <laughs> let the bunny out of the box a little bit i wish you could see the look on my face yeah. <laughs> sorry dana so i'm i'm thinking um Maybe we need to go back as we're getting used to this whole podcast business to reassess some of our early scores because you actually gave Bad Boys a five. I Did say. I? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I take we, that we back then. To, we might need to circle back and That's my you know. fault. I couldn't remember what I gave it. So uh, what I gave it I a five out of ten. Jaws myself. I gave Jaws too little of a score, so I'd like to do that for sure. Well, that's on me. I don't want to give it a lower score than a five because I don't think it deserves less than a five. But I also think Bad Boys is a better movie overall than Con Air as far as plot and humor and directing like that. Once again, I don't hate Con Air. It's one of those movies that sits on one of my shelves in my other room. I own it. But yeah. (laughs) It is what it is. It is what it is. That's a really good way of putting it. So five point five for Chris. Yeah, which is weird that I gave Bad Boys just a five. Technically, you gave it a two point five because we used to only do this out of five. Oh, did you round up with using some halvesies? So that became you know maybe it's a <laughs> five point two five. I don't know. Did you find some hidden like remainder value that you sub? You know, never mind. I'm done. <laughs> Rage, Chris. <laughs> Actually, this is the only time where it legitimately is like you know. There's no rounding or anything. It was a two. Yeah, I gave it a two five, and you know it becomes a five. Do you want to talk about it, Chris? No. You all right, man. No. <laughs> all right. Spaz, what about you? I'm dropping down to a five. Ouch. Yeah, I mean, feel, I feel like everything I... Chris said, and it's 
basically, if the movies, if I see it on or if someone's watching it, I'll sit down and watch it. But I'm not going to, you know, go into my movies and take it out and watch it like I used to. I think yeah. that's called the TBS effect. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you're scrubbing through the channels. TBS has some like popular movie from the 90s and everyone just like throws it on as background noise. Or you just sit there and you're like, the remote's too far. This this will suffice. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But yeah, it's uh, I just, yeah, the nostalgia is that just what I think I gave it a seven. I think that's why I remember it being more entertaining and better than what it was today that's fair i think there was there was some serious rose-colored glasses going on at least with me yeah dana since you actually did see this movie before um you gave it a six from your nostalgia review of your four seconds did i give it a six yeah six yeah oh wow okay just because you thought it was just based on who's in it and you knew what you're getting into with with nick cage so you thought okay it's it's got to be better than a 50 percent yeah is it we're gonna drop that to a five a five as well yeah i mean like let's face it i didn't remember that i saw the whole movie that that's not a good sign (laughs) Um, and watching it i still don't remember half of it so um i mean it wasn't it wasn't terrible but i think it's kind of like uh you guys were saying where it's like well if something's on TV and I can't find the remote, okay. I mean, yep. it wasn't good. It wasn't It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. It was just in the middle. It's, it's we'll inc- leave it at that. It's incredibly average now that I think about it. Yes, it, exactly. Very average at best. So a five is suitable. Like, it's enjoyable. The one-liners are funny, but it's incredibly average now that I've seen it again. As I'm a little bit older, no rose- rose-colored glasses. It's just it it exists and it's it's fun and it's popular. I think more so, not because it's a good movie, but because of like Nick Cage's Who's in it character yeah. and the lineup too. I mean, I will say I think John Malkovich was funnier and shit. <laughs> yeah. I'd say most of his yeah. lines were. Yeah. yeah. I I do have to add though is that if I was actually including the soundtrack in my rating, oh my God. it oh. would be probably a lot lower yeah, for sure. But. I'm going to just pretend that that didn't happen. Yeah, the soundtrack does not exist. So, let's yeah. move on. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was just the same guitar riff over and over again. I, so. I honestly think it was the actual same riff. Like, I mean, we're, I think we're beating, we're ragging it on it. But I swear, I think it actually, yeah, it literally was like the same yeah. file over and over and over. Yeah, yeah. It was Trisha Yearwood in the beginning, Trisha Yearwood at the end. And then, like, the same guitar with like three different variants through the rest of the hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. But I mean, I don't know. The cast wasn't bad. There were some entertaining moments. I mean, it, it, average. We'll just leave it exactly a five. It was average. Mm-hmm. For me, this was my biggest fear about doing a podcast about nostalgia for movies that I enjoyed. Younger Tim enjoyed immensely. And then rewatching them when you're older. And uh, not uh, not feeling the same way. So I'm not mad at this movie. 
I'm just disappointed. <sighs> That's worse. <laughs> right. That's like the parent card. It's like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed in you. Yeah, um, that's way worse. <laughs> yeah, I to me, this is exactly the, the kind of movie that I honestly wish I'd never watched again. Because I, nostalgia-wise, enjoy it so much more. Yes, there's some good lines. I, you know, that's that's pretty much what it has where there's certain moments that I can count probably on one or one and a half hands that I think are great, but it's just, it, it really left me feeling as I'm watching this movie, like, man, I really don't want to watch this because it just, it, it gutted me. <laughs> it gutted me hard. <laughs> so I was the one that rated this a 7.5 in our nostalgia. So it's the highest score guys, 3.5. Oh my God. Damn. Holy shit. You were a lot angrier than I thought. Yeah, and I'm the I'm the one that would like went off on a tangent for like 25 minutes. I'm so hurt that I just I I have a hard time talking about it. (laughs) You know what would probably solve that? Playing some electric guitar. I might have to. Uh, I just it. I just I feel very let down by this film. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I I tried so hard just to. Just sit back. Don't worry about it. Just watch it. Have fun. But my, like I said, that bullshit bucket filled up really quick. And I just probably 25 minutes into this movie, I'm like, I really shouldn't be watching this. I shouldn't be watching this. I know it's going to happen. And it hurts. I mean, so maybe 3.5 is a little brutal. Yeah. But um, that's my feelings right now. I'm I'm hurt by my rewatch. And I'm, I'm disappointed in Conair. You hurt me. <laughs> so... Well, if you take a look at it too, we're all watching it again in our mid thirties. I feel if we were like I think Spaz said it earlier. If we were like fourteen, fifteen, you know, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, you know, that is like the perfect democrat uh demographic for this movie. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen year old, you know, boys that are just like, Yeah, explosions, who gives a shit about plot holes, yeah, action, nonstop, funny one liners. Oh my like, god, they said the F word forty something yeah. times. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll, after not watching it for a while, I'll change from a three point five to something else. But right now, I just, I'm disappointed, and I was this is my biggest fear about exploring nostalgia. But hey, I'll get over it and watch something like Batman and Robin, and who knows? Oh man, yeah. Hey, <laughs> so you know, I'm just gonna preface that one before we ever get there and call it, and just say. That one is not going to be a good one for me. No, I don't think it's going to be a good one for anyone. No. But going in, we already know that movie is absolutely bottom of the barrel. Yeah. So you just sit back and enjoy uh, the ride. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's a movie that we have to wait until we can all get back together and watch it together. Yes. Just just eat a bunch of junk food with our bat credit card and our <laughs> We're gonna need at least we're gonna at least four four or five hours to watch this because I'm gonna have to pause it <laughs> multiple times just to rag on the absolute train wreck of a movie that it is. Yes. And maybe we should all dress up as a character to make it even more of a train I don't wreck. I don't have enough bat nipples yeah, for it. I was it. gonna say we need bat we need more bat nipples, Dana. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna need some resin cast for bat nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help you guys with that. I'm sorry. Oh, let me Google. Let me Google bat nipples and let me see what shakes out. <laughs> I'm gonna be traumatized. I hate the internet. Oh god. Oh, I got nipples. Can you milk me, Fokker? 
Maybe we'll do a live recording of that movie and we'll watch it and rag on it while we're watching it. It'll be like a four-hour podcast. It'll be fantastic. It's just going to be me like barely being understandable because I'm going to be talking a mile a minute about how much I dislike the movie. <laughs> and how much the fact that George Clooney unfortunately had to wear latex nipples. And he was so happy when he got that role. Could you imagine that, being so pumped for a role, that iconic Batman role? And they're like, oh, yes, Mr. Clooney, yes, here's your suit. Um, this is not the I have, suit. I have, qu- I have questions. Uh, why does my suit have nipples? <laughs> why are you giving oh, me boots? Because, because that's the thing now. Are you going to do that? Oh, by the way, your boots have ice skates in it, and you're going to be paying by something called a Bat credit card. He never leaves crib without it. <laughs> I hope you like product placement. Good luck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> product placement and disappointment. Uh, <laughs> oh, so much dis- uh, so much disappointment. Everybody chill. So getting back to our rewatch with my abysmal rating and everyone else dropping down to the fives, our average is a 4.8, which is a 2.1 drop from our nostalgia. Is that our biggest drop? That is our biggest drop. It's the lowest movie, too. It is, yes. Poor Nick it, Cage. Uh, you know what? We, we need to make it up and watch a, a decent Nick Cage flick and balance it out a little bit. I agree because because Nick Cage is not all bad. No, no, that's what that's what sucks is like, and that's why everyone talks about him. I think I feel like Nick Cage is like this whirlwind of an actor. He has so many crappy, like straight to DVD movies, but then there's like there's he's got some really good roles where it's like, oh man, like this is a great movie. I like the National Treasure movies. I do. Yeah, that was actually good. Yeah, I also oh, like. I think they uh, all were pretty decent. I'm blanking on it, but what is that other Disney movie with like him being a wizard or whatever? The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. I don't think I saw oh, that. It's a fun I'm movie. Shocked, but I probably would like it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to his other movie coming out. Um, I believe it's called uh, Wally's Wonderland. Yeah, and uh, let's not forget The Rock, obviously. Oh yes, yes. It's either it's either it's either Wally or Willie. I can't forget. Oh, they did change it to Wally. Never mind. Yep. Now Face Off. See another one. Like those are. I enjoy those movies. Those are those are good movies. He does a good job. I mean, it's it, it's yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting. It's like I think uh, Tim Tim really nailed it. Like it sucks because like nostalgic me is like oh I remember enjoying the hell out of this movie. It was really funny. I think we even watched it in college and everyone laughed. We had a good time. Like watching it again, like 20 years later, I'm like, uh. Yeah, I mean, I think I, whenever I thought back to those cool action movies I saw when I was a kid, Conair was always one of those that always popped in my head. Right. You know, it was like, it's like, yeah, it's just, it's like, an, it's an awesome, you know, plane heist. You know, it's like, it's cool. I uh, should not have watched it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I do that with like Saturday morning cartoons because obviously I remember Saturday morning cartoons and you can find them online nowadays. I'm like, I'm going to watch this. This is going to be really good. And I watch like an episode and I'm like, cool, I've just I've ruined part of my childhood. Sweet. All right. All right. So, I mean, all those people that love this movie, I mean, please love it. There's, there's, there's things to love about it. It just, for me, from how it impacted what I remember about this film, it, it hurts a little bit. And mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage's mullet touches us in different ways. <laughs> This time it wasn't in a, it wasn't in a good way. There's a joke there, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh boy! Anyway, well, this is a long one. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of complaining. Yes, I'm going to be editing for days, but that's all right. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna do the upswing here. So, like 
uh, like I, I kind of said, we're, we were asked to look, take a look at the movie Taken, which I think is 11 years old. Yeah, uh, there, yeah. so. And I remember really liking that movie. I, I mean, I don't know. I think it warranted sequels. No, but it did not. Whatever. No, it did not. Two thousand first one. Okay. So twelve years ago. Yep. But no, it's just I remember that being a, a fantastic film, and I saw it when I was a little older. So I'm hoping that doesn't change too much. But we're gonna have some fun with that one. We'll we'll officially indoctrinate Carrie as part of our our regular rotation here as one of our co-hosts. So she'll join us for that one. So uh, be on the lookout for some uh, opportunities to share your own nostalgia and get in on the next over-under game of Taken. And like I said, just, just keep, keep up to date with us on, on Twitter and Facebook. That's where I am engaging with everybody the most and kind of shaping and forming a lot of our episodes. So please um, help us get out of this funk. <laughs> we'll have some fun with Taken. <laughs> so I think that's about it, guys. Spaz out. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Yeah, <laughs> I think I need to start editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh my God. Shut up, Tim. Well, th- yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Um, and uh, if you have any ideas for movies for us to watch, whether that be Batman and Robin or. Uh, you're really driving that batman and robin i mean i'm not gonna complain about it i mean let's watch this train wreck choo choo let's get on board well like i was i was telling people online it's like we eventually need to start hitting some of the worst 100 movies on imdb of all time and that's that's one of them dude like that's i don't know if i want to go that deep into shitty movie territory there's a couple there's a couple isn't blood sand on that or something like that weren't you and i gonna watch that what were the sand like Kills, kills people. people yeah i think wasn't it called blood sand i think so i really need to look that up again because that trailer was epic <laughs> yeah i'm looking it up right now oh, God. anyway <laughs> just uh yeah while we're while we're prepping for this we got a new game of overrunner coming up with um with taken <laughs> it's called the sand the sand yes but yeah thanks for joining us on this crazy wild flight of disaster <laughs> con air and uh we'll we'll see you next time for taken boy i guess i guess spaz out again i didn't part i would say it once <laughs> i said bye that time because i thought you were done stopping recording i can't i can't stop talking because i'm just i'm hurt inside this is how he this is how he copes you know how do i live without <laughs> because we don't stop right back at you <laughs> oh no uh... I almost just sang another song. Almost did. Right, yeah. That's a good way to get a, take us out, Dana. You sing a little song. Except I would have to scream, and I can't do that. <laughs> That's fine. All right, I'm stopping. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.